Welcome to this week's episode of the Bleacher Banter Podcast presented by Bleacher Fan Sports. It's your host, Tommy Buns, back after a little break with your boy, uh, my boys, Jones and Sully. See, it's been a while. Got to shake the rust off. Um, We really have one important thing to talk about today, and it is that Rob Manfred is a piece of shit, number one. Uh, The MLB announced today they did not reach an agreement by their 5 p.m. deadline. Um... And the first two series of the season have officially been canceled. Um, I mean, these sides are so far apart on this. I I think we're we're in for a long, drawn out process here, longer than it has been. I I don't expect to see baseball in the spring. I I think we're lucky if we get we're lucky if we see baseball by the end of May. I thought I was I was pessimistic. I thought I was pessimistic. I think we will miss a month. I think we'll miss April. Um, everyone seemed to be very optimistic that I talked to, and people were optimistic last night. I didn't think it was close. Don't think it was going to happen. Obviously, they're not very close. But you don't think all spring? That's 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 a bold take. I haven't heard many people. That, I think realistically, I think we're going to miss a month because the first month apparently that is the. Um, for the owners, that's their least profitable month because fans uh, come to the games the least amount in April. Um, and then obviously as the as the season heats up and into the playoffs, it, it, it sales are a lot better. But sales are, are the worst in April. So I think that um, – I really think that's kind of where they're start going to start getting hurt um, is, is after April. It was just a unanimous re- – the unanimous rejection on the player side – I understand they stick together, but the unanimous vote to reject the offer scares me. I, I don't think that's good. It's not like the room split at all. They are sticking together on this, and they're not even close still. And they really haven't done anything yet. I mean, what? And they've actually sat and talked for, what, five, six days on this? Tops? Yeah, that's the they didn't do anything for a month and a never... half. They never do anything, and then they just sit there and hold everyone's feet to the fire and wait and hope that, you know, everyone someone caves, and it just it never happens. Um, the players are, at the end of the day, the players are always going to get the short end of the stick. It's just how it works in professional sports. Um, it's, in my opinion, how it should work. It's just a matter of how short end of the stick you get and in what areas. Um, to to suggest that the players should be getting a better deal than the owners is, is laughable to me, but I think baseball in general is the one where the players get shafted the most of all the of all the leagues. Um, you could y- argue the NFL, but at the end of the day, the NFL they play a very high risk sport. And you can't expect owners to take on a hundred percent of the risk and the players none. Um, so I understand why that is the way it is in the NFL but baseball you could argue is probably the most low risk sport of the four majors so um get I don't know it's just so many players so we see these numbers like a large majority of the MLB doesn't get they don't make a million dollars a year they don't make a hundred thousand a year you know it was like 33 percent of 
pro players don't make a hundred thousand a year. Obviously, that's all, those are minor leaguers, but still, I mean, I mean, there are minor leaguers that are make less than a, a you know a, someone getting like a secretary job or something first year out of college, you know, and they're a professional baseball player by trade. So it, it's you hope that they're fighting for the little guys in there, but to see that the owners couldn't even increase their the luxury tax threshold at all is one i think it's we were talking about this before it's it's flat out dumb for 10 of the teams i don't understand i understand like in a sense the owners have to be on some united front and in whether it's you know just a negotiating tactic to be able to get other things they want or whatever it is but not having a having a luxury tax is flat out a bad for 10 of the teams there's 10 teams in the middle that could go either way depending on how much money their owner wants to spend on whether it's good or bad and then there's 10 teams where uh, a salary cap is is a good thing for them you know like the A's and the the Rays and these small market teams that are never going to make the money that the big market teams do no matter how successful they are um so it just doesn't make sense to me that they would never, you know, incre- it wouldn't increase the luxury tax at all. I mean, the, the some cases these franchises have raised in, in value in the billions. Um, so to suggest that the owners are hurting or I don't want to hear the 2020 bullshit. Half of them made up money on TV deals anyways. The Braves didn't even lose money. I don't think they and they because the, the Braves are a publicly traded company. Well, Liberty Media which owns the Braves is publicly traded and thus the Braves are on the balance sheet. So all that info is public. Um, so if teams like the Braves are making money, then I mean, it, who knows what the big guys are doing? Um, it just does. It's just such a, a poor faith move by the owners to not increase the luxury tax. I mean, in every, just on inflation alone, you're telling me that in the last five years, you know, inflation goes up. It's about, it's on average about what, two and a half, three percent a year. Uh, inflation, I think, is the standard inflation raise in corporate America. I think it's three percent. So this year it's seven. Um, this year it's over seven. Yeah, but they don't. It's not. It's just called an inflation raise because that's kind of what over the you know over the years that's what it kind of is. Um, they yeah. don't look at it year by year. They just kind of agree that three percent is roughly the inflation inflation rate per year. Mm-hmm. Um, some years it's less. Obviously, this year it's much <clears> more. Um, so, but to not even offer that, um, and the players came down so much from there. I think that's something the players really should have gotten their way with. That's where I think one of the areas the players really get shafted, um, because it is a salary cap. As much as you want to say it's not a salary cap, there's no salary cap in baseball. Technically, that's true. But you go over this amount, and you're paying three times on the dollar. So yeah, it's a fucking salary cap, you know. And when teams like the Yankees aren't trying to go over the salary cap. Who the fuck is? I mean, it's the Dodgers and the Yankees, the Cubs, the Red Sox, the Mets. The Mets. Like, there's five teams with like real fuck you money in the MLB, and if three or four of them are saying, "Nah, we're not going over that tax," that's a real problem. That's a that's a fucking salary cap, you know. And I guess that's kind of working the way these small market teams want it to, but. That's your advantage if you're the Yankees, Mets, Red Sox, Cubs, Dodgers. You can you have the pockets. That's your advantage. It's not like the the Yankees or Mets or all these teams have been proven to be fantastic in in, in the draft and in in player development. Uh, you know, obviously every team has its hits and in, in in those areas. But I wouldn't call any of those huge market teams. Uh, 
you know, massively successful in that area. Largely, they've been successful in acquiring players through trades and free agencies and being able to pay them and spend the money. So I don't don't understand some of these owners' teams, the way they're operating, but... To, to no luxury tax increase is insane to me. Um, I, it's, it appears that MLB's really hanging its hat on this 14-team playoff, which I, I know none of us like. It seems to dilute everything. Oh. Um, but if that... It, it seems... Like, and also, like, who fucking knows if these reports last night were true, but it seems like they were a little off, good judging by what's happening today. But last night, that's what they basically they were saying, is that that was a huge sticking point, was the 14-team playoff. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the whole thing. I guess the I'm reading here that the MLB proposed the threshold go from 210 to 220 million um, in each of the next three seasons. So from 210 to 220, and then to 224 by 2025, 230 by 26, and the players asked for 238 million to happen this year. 244 by 23, 250 by 24, 256 by 25, and 263 by 26. So they are off on that by about uh, $30 million. Meet in the middle. Fuck off. <clears throat> like, yeah. yeah. But I, I don't think the players I mean, are, are crazy it's and asking crazy. for that. I don't think the players are crazy and asking no. for that. Because you're just pricing. I mean, it's crazy it, one of the people like fighting. People out of your own... Of your own um, market you know you're gonna get a bunch of robinson cano contracts you know it's like guys that okay now we're not now Mm -hmm. the yankees or the dodgers or the red sox aren't gonna pay this like this guy who's a star but guess what seattle is willing to make him their superstar and put him on every poster within a hundred mile radius of the stadium and give him 40 million more than you are and to sit there and lose for six years you know, it's the Robinson Cano, con- like, mm-hmm. that's the, we're going to see that play out so much. You know, that's, like, the perfect situation. The Yankees were offering, like, $30 million less and a chance to win, but he would have been just another really good Yankee. And he was a superstar in Seattle, and they won nothing. And you're going to see a lot of that happen, with, especially with middle market teams who just aren't going to be, you might see it happen with Freddie Freeman. You know what? Who the fuck? How could you let Freddie Freeman go? And they're gonna. I'd be I'd be very surprised. Yeah. I'd be I'd be more surprised if Freeman stayed with the Braves than if he than if he left at this point. Not saying he can't stay with Braves, but I would be more surprised if he stayed than not. Yeah, it so- sounds like he's yeah. he sounds like he's gone to me. And this really screws guys like um, Otani, um, Alonzo because of the shortened season. And then if this goes more than 15 days into the season, they have to wait another year for free agency. Yeah, that's that's hard. So, I mean, yeah, that's like, whole, that, it, that, helps, that helps you, Sully. I mean, well, you no, I mean, the players, yeah. still, but, yeah, but it sucks for yeah. them, because especially for those guys. I mean, those guys are monsters. Those guys are who can okay. go out and get $300, $400 million contracts. It's yeah, it's yeah. it's interesting. I don't even know what the Mets should do with Pete Alonso, and I know that sounds insane to say, but I mean, we obviously want to lock him up, but he's not a good defender, defensive first baseman, and but yeah, four hundred um, million is no. Oh, well, I mean, I'm not even. I'm not. No, I'm no, not, no. That was more for. No, I know. Time, I mean, yeah. I'm not. I'm not even. <laughs> no, I know. Remotely, yeah, it, it, the, I'm the not money approaching. Is the problem. Th- 
Yeah, I'm not approaching 300 yeah. for Alonzo even. I mean, you got to think. I mean, I'm letting him walk for 300. You got to think about this. Like, the Mets have heard possibly could be a player for Freeman. Um, if we keep Dom Smith and want him to be um, the first baseman, like Pete, just he's he he can't scoop the ball at first. I don't know. He's had. A, I mean, at times he can, but consistently he can't scoop the ball at first. Um, I'm sorry. First baseman touches the ball more than anyone other in the in the field, other than the catcher and the fir- and and the pitcher. Obviously, uh, I'm not paying three hundred million plus to someone that's either being a DH one or someone that can't fucking scoop the ball at first base. So like, I mean, and he's what? What is he? Twenty seven. Very critical skill for a first baseman. It's it is a extremely critical skill. If you were <laughs> oh shut up, pay the man. It's not your money. Like. Like, how old is Pete Alonso? What is he, 27? Something like that, yeah. Pete Alonso age. Maybe 26. He's 27. So, yeah. So, are you going to give him an eight-year deal and expect him to get better in the last four years of that deal when he's 32 through 35? I'll give give Pete Alonso... Eight years, 240, 250 million. That's that's my offer for Pete Alonso. Eight years, 240, 250 million. Hit hit 35, 40 dingers a year, back 280, and uh, hopefully we get better at first base. But I'm not giving him 300 plus million. No, thank you. And I don't think that's unreasonable. No. Um, and the Yankees may be in a similar but that's situation. The but someone, but someone will. Because that's the thing. I, I you know, we'll see. Like the, it, it, <laughs> We'll see. I mean, I mean, he's going to be by the time I, I, the offseason starts. I think so- your valuation is right. I, I think your valuation is right. I'm just saying. I think there's a lot of teams that do dumb shit. Yeah. A la the Baltimore Orioles allegedly <laughs> going to give Carlos Correa a fuck ton of. Money. I mean, honestly, they're not yeah, paying anyone. Though, but like, why? But why? But like, also, yeah. is it going to hurt that? I mean, I know they had the Crush Davis thing, but. They don't really have much on the books, so... No, but they're going to put it all on Carlos Correa. Like, they're not a big market team. What, what is their like, payroll? They're, they're what is, just what not. What is their payroll? It can't it's be fucking like much. 40, it must be million. probably three, three million from last year. Like, yeah. <laughs> the team they put out there last year. No, I know, but what, what are they normally I mean, like when they're... Yeah. Um, let's see. I mean, they've had over a hundred million dollar payroll in the last decade. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Um, what, what do they buy? Twenty six million to thirty one million. What? In that ballpark? That's what they are on. Twenty six to thirty one million. Is that the lo- their opening day payroll last year? That was last year. Was twenty six to thirty one oh million? Oh my god! They were the Jesus lowest Christ. payroll. Um, the. I mean, it's crazy that there's two so guys. So he, he would on, literally like, be. He would literally with, have doubled it. He would yeah. li- more oh, than doubled yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, that's what I mean. It's like, why the fuck are you gonna do well, that? But still, we're also but, um, uh, uh, operating under the assumption they're just being super cheap. Like Dave said, I don't know how much they can afford. I have no idea, yes. but it's got to be in the eighty to a hundred million range, I'd imagine. <sighs> Maybe. I mean, I, I have to say, you know, they do the, get yeah, so many I, series with the Red Sox and the Yankees and people travel there. They do sell out a few times a year. It's so. close. They and have like, good fans. They, the you Orioles know? are like, they have good fans. They're, they're, when they're good, they're like really popular. You know, they're not some, you know, scrub scrub show that like Oakland or something that, you okay, know, they, yeah. they're going the to Orioles had a hundred. they still can't. F- f- 
The Orioles had 143 million dollar payroll in 2018. 143 million. So clearly yeah, they it was can probably afford, top ten clearly, in the league at the time. And, and so they're they're sucking, and there's four, there's three very good, possibly four very good teams in the division. They're saying if we're gonna be bad, we're not spending money because we're still gonna sell, we're still gonna sell uh, tickets. And then the following year they went down to 21 million. That's that's, that's insane. That's fucking well, the total insane. the total that's payroll operating. was twenty four million last year. The total payroll the year before was, or was that twenty? That's two years later. The, yeah, the, that's two years later. And then two thousand nineteen was uh, sixty one. So they went from one hundred forty three to sixty one to twenty one. Uh, let's see, two thousand seventeen they were. Can't find it. Uh, they were 142 again, or 163 for their total payroll. 25 man. So they've been as high as 160. So they can clearly, I think it's safe to say they can afford, afford clearly it. at least yeah. 100 million. So I think they're just trying. The owners yeah. are probably just trying to be smart and save money while they're this bad. Well, I mean, can you blame them? Uh, it's not. No, I can't blame them. Like I can't blame them. Bad move. Look, look what it did. I mean, to, I don't know what, what Houston was able to do. I don't know what the profit is like for the owner, yeah. but the owner's probably making a ton of money with that payroll. I mean, because because you, you said the like the Orioles, they're still selling out tickets, and I mean, there's teams that have way worse attendance than them. So, you know, it's not like the Rays where the the Rays, the Rays have probably been as successful as the anyone Rays over the past ten years. probably have worse attendance than them, and they and they. Are good. Oh yeah, by far. But or I mean the Rays probably have had as much success as anyone other than maybe the Giants and the Dodgers over the last ten years. I mean really all they're missing is is the is the championship. So they're consistently in the uh, playoffs as well as the championship round and the World Series. Um, so yeah, the the Rays just have to move. That's something we've said for a while a while now. They have to get the hell out of Tampa Bay, and the stadium sucks, and it's. Yeah. It's an atrocity across the board. So. Yeah. It's crazy that, um, you know, you have Garrett Cole and Scherzer both on this subcommittee when they are the two players losing the most per day that they don't have the season. Like, they're both losing. Like, I think Scherzer's losing, like, almost $250,000 a day or a game. And then um, Cole's losing, like, just under 200000 a game. It's fucking crazy. Imagine they were just it like, it is yeah, crazy. Uh, you just lost. You just lost. <laughs> Imagine, and they don't even play every game. They play yeah. every fifth game. Like six, they're getting paid six games four days we're, to we're, just we're, have a catch. You just, like you lost fucking lost one point two million. One point two million. Dude, they and like every four but of those five days like, are getting paid, paid to just go that, have like, a catch like that should be proof that they're negotiating there's in a good problem faith. there's not, a problem that they're not negotiating right. for those that top 10 percent of players that everyone's like uh, millionaires versus billionaires like that's not who's that's not who right. they're negotiating for they're negotiating for the guys that yeah. are you know still in arbitration and and in the minor leagues um and you know you gotta you gotta commend them for that um I don't know who else. Like, I'm sure there's some representation of, of those lesser guys on the on the committee, but I'm not sure who and and. Oh, there has extent. to be. Yeah, it can't just be like prominent players that are on the committee. And if it is, then like, good on no. them for, you know, 
being like, nah, fuck this. Like, we got to protect our guys, you know, that aren't making 20 right. plus yeah, million a year. Oh, yeah, and that's my point. It's like if those guys care when they're getting paid, they're the highest paid players in baseball. Like, yeah, they're two of the highest paid players in baseball, and they're holding out on this too. So it's not – it's just that's why I'm not optimistic. <laughs> Yeah. I'm just not optimistic. They're, they're united. They're on a united front. It's awesome. Good for them. I mean, I'm we, glad they're yeah, still Rob, Rob, this was Rob. coming. We, yeah. We, I oh yeah, that's what we talked about last year. Like we knew it was when they agreed to the when they agreed to the bargaining agreement, the CBA. Then Passon wrote like a pretty big story that was basically like the players kind of like gave up a lot and let shit slide, and they said like we're doing this in good faith. In 2021, like, we're coming for fucking blood. And here we are, you know? So, it, it, it just sucks. It's scary. It sucks. Um, it, it really, to me, what I've... I don't know every intricate detail of it, but at the end of the day, it really does seem like the owners are, are not practicing in good faith. Um, obviously, we don't know. We've heard reports of the players kind of changing their tune on certain issues at the last minute so maybe there's some of that we don't know the only people that really know are the people inside the room um because you could just walk out that room and say something else happened you know so even if you're getting your source from someone directly in the room you don't know if it's a hundred percent accurate um it's always going to be some sort of bias tied with it too uh it's just it's just very frustrating uh that they can't fucking figure it out it's very frustrating that it's down to the wire you know i understand it's a negotiating tactic and you got to hold people's feet to the fire but at some point like it, it just it, the players have to understand they're never going to get the an even deal they're always going to get 80 cents on the dollar and, and that's just how it is that's how it's always going to be um but the but the owners yeah. to not give up an inch is it's preposterous Yeah, the whole thing sucks. The whole thing's just so shitty. Yeah, it is. We, um, I mean, I, I mean, even the even the pit. But wait, we got, of course we got Stroman tweeting that Manfred's got to go. We, you know, yeah, Stroman that's ballsy. <laughs> I like that to be the first person to say that online. Oh, something something good he said for once. After calling us, Who? after calling us every, uh, uh, he called us like racist and this and that, and he just went on a. On a whole shitstorm, and I kind of been probably one of the lone Strowman uh, defenders as a Met fans, and he's a very uh, I, I don't mind when players use their voice in whatever really way they want to, because you know I you know they they're obviously more than just players, um, and we people forget that, and people want them just to shut up and dribble, but obviously with social media and everything, I I, I think they should do what they want, but. Um, Stroman making some very, uh, some, some very serious, um, allegations against the Mets being racist and this and that. And, uh, if you look in his Twitter, he's, he's, um, he said some racist things in his Twitter before he's, he has used some, uh, a, a Jewish slur. He has said that before. So, um, he really has no basis to talk whatsoever. Um, so yeah, call, talk about the the pot calling the kettle black there, um, you know, and, and the Mets actually just signed, uh, we just hired one, uh, one of the highest ranking, uh, w women in 
baseball history. Um, we hired this woman. I, I don't have her name at the top of my head, but she's a pretty high up executive now. So um, kind of good for the Mets culture because we seem to always hire. We do have a culture problem. It's a culture problem. I definitely acknowledge that Mickey Calloway with the shit with the you know with the text with that with that woman and um and obviously the guy that got the dui what was his name porter or whatever he had our, our acting gm he had a bunch of sexual assault or badgering and and had the dui we've we've had a lot of uh not great people in our organization and, and we've kind of gotten rid of rid of all of them that we know um sandy seems like a good guy for sure um, I mean, Buck, Buck is definitely a, a, a good guy. I mean, Buck's been around forever. We, we, we would know something if, uh, by now, if, if he had any dirty laundry, but so the Mets are cleaning things up where I think we're, we're, cha- we're, we're starting to change the, um, the environment and it takes time. Like Steve Cohen, once he was hired, it's not just a switch. Uh, he needs to learn how to run a team and, and, and he was always a I felt like he was a super fan at first, and now he's got to learn how to hire the right people in the right positions, um, and I think we're we're slowly starting to do that. But uh, Stroman is just out of his out of his bird right now, um, and he, and and he just quite frankly, other than that, he just se- seems like the salty ex at this point. Like, bro, it was what was it two and a half months ago you signed? Literally, like I understand you 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 send this out right away after, and you're you're upset. Literally, it's been like two months. Like you are at war with the, with the owners right now, and you're going at the Mets. It makes no sense. It's insanity. Like, like you're missing the. You're literally missing the ball here. Like, dude. Like, like you can complain about the Mets all you want. It's not changing anything. Like, you might not be getting, you might not be getting paid, and you're tweeting about the Mets being, this and this and this. I mean, he just seems bitter and, 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 and like and and, and oh and by the way, we signed. Max Scherzer's pretty good. We signed him. He's a little bit better than you, Marcus. Just a little bit. Yeah, just a tad. Just, uh, I'm just reading tad now better. that the Players Association, in, in preparation for a work stoppage, the Players Association has been stashing licensing deal money for the last five years, and every player will, starting April 1st, will be getting a $15,000 a month check to just to exist as opposed to not being paid anything to try and... Because their fear was that okay. they knew this was going to be a, a bloody negotiation, and their fear was that if we started missing pay... People started missing paychecks, they would all of a sudden fracture and want to agree to a, a lesser deal. But with this 15 k a month, I mean, that's... It's not a lot, but it's certainly plenty of, plenty of money to live off of. Um, and if you're... I mean, a, for the minor athlete, league players, it's significant... I don't I mean, know if now the mi- the... doesn't oh, say. All right. Doesn't say if they're included. That would be a fucking raise for most minor leaguers. Um, I mean, yeah, it would. But yeah. <laughs> I mean, if you're if you're uh, uh you know, if it, they shouldn't even be someone making, you know, more than 5 million dollars a year shouldn't even be eligible for this. You know, yeah, if, I, you're, I, if you're I would, ma- no. if you're making millions a year and you and you don't have a nest egg, that's your own fucking fault. And you can struggle through that. You can sell one of the fucking cars or one of the houses or you know, one of the fucking 70 chains or something, whatever dumb shit you spent it on. Um, but, yeah, and and also, Rob Manfred has the ability to start the season without permission 
from the players or the owners. Rob Manfred can lift the lockout, and if the players are and the players could report to work and play under the old agreement until a new one is reached. He's unlikely to do this because it gives the players the ability to strike and because the competitive balance tax sunset in the old CBA means MLB essentially would be operating without it. But the league does have that option in its pocket. So Manfred himself could just say, guess what? We're playing without the owner's permission, without the player's permission. But the players could strike, which you would have to assume they would if their heels are that dug into the ground. But I didn't even know that the that Manfred himself could just be like, fuck you, play ball. And then what? Would they play with, like, replacement players? They would just play with... No, I mean, like, I who? guess. I mean, I, I guess, well, I, I guess it'd kind of just be in the same... Like, could we go play for the Red Sox? Like... No, I, <laughs> I, don't, I don't understand like, who would the, play the, for the, that. Well, let's... let's, ML, let's the, um, well, I I was thinking about that today. Like, uh, you don't want to do like replacement players necessarily, but like, if the if if you're gonna say okay, we're canceling this next six games. Let's say they come to the deal and you know they cancel it. Like, if your choice is to cancel game like a, a small number of games or have minor leaguers play them, I'd rather have minor leaguers play. Like, who doesn't want to see your top minor leaguers play it at the big league level? You know, in a big league stadium. You but would I mean? they play? Like, would they? Would like? Isn't that kind of crossing the picket line? Like, would they that's, play? That's another thing. I think it would. It would probably be like. I just that. don't think any of them would play, because yeah. then, like, so if they decide, like, who? That's what I mean. Who's gonna play? Like, but they're not. Like, but the minor like, league I'll, season I'll is still play. happening. I was the minor a league third baseman. Isn't a part. The minor leaguers aren't oh. a part of this. Like, the things that affect them are being negotiated, but they're not striking right now. Like, the minor leaguers are, are oh, going ahead with their they... with their season. So they're they're playing, oh, you know. So shoot. I guess it would be if you if your minor leaguers are playing at Yankee Stadium, then they're not playing it in Scranton or in or in Somerset, you know, at the minor league. So the minor league teams right. are getting fucked. You just you just move everybody up a level, and then yeah, and then we you, play. You, you don't low have a, a team ball. like. Yeah, we we go to we go yeah, to Saskatchewan yeah, yeah, yeah. and play. Hey, I would I do that. I'll go play up in I'll go play in Portland. I'll go play for the Sea Dogs. Oh yeah. no, I think it's actually Lowell. I don't even have to leave the state. I can go play for the Lowell Spinners, dude. There you go. Um, yeah, rip I don't it off. It's, it's it's a complicated. I don't really understand how the minor league is like still happening, but they're also involved in this. But like, not really. So I don't know. It doesn't really make sense to me. Um, Maybe they're just forced to. Yeah, play I'm gonna under I'm gonna put in for my uh, until, until something is met. Right. I'm gonna I'm gonna put in for uh, my uh, time off request from uh, April to September. Now I'm 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 finna go. go. Yeah. Oh, boy, so bad sixth and play third. Yeah, hey man, that's less than I make now, but hey, <laughs> for the love of the game, I would do it. For the love of the game. I'd love to just put the uni on, you know. I mean, no, we saw you try knows. to put that uh, the Celtics uni on back in the day when you were declared for the draft. So <laughs> that's where that's where oh, yeah, mine dude, went. That fucking that Kyrie that Kyrie jersey it's I true, ordered off did, from uh, somewhere. It was a little uh, tight for the NBA in draft. Asia. Oh, dude, that was that was supposed to be an XL. That baby was a that baby was a schmedium. It, it was best. tight. <laughs> that was that was not a good look. 
it to is be what fair, it is, they're though. smaller. You, know, you can't take in, it back. You know, they're smaller there, so their sizes could be different. But yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's like when you go to, like, TJ Maxx, and it's like all the sizes are all off. Oh, They're yeah. Like, how, yeah. Is this, how is this a large? So yeah. and then you go to, like, Germany yeah, no, or something where everyone's a giant, and you, you flip it. Yeah. I could or fit Russia, where they, they feed everyone steroids from the age of six, so they're all, they're all jacked or 6'10". That's why their their brains motion. They got lost on their way to Kiev. <laughs> they thought they were going home. <laughs> no, no one, no one. Yeah, <laughs> dude, those videos. I gotta say, those videos are funny with people pulling up to like these tanks that ran out of gas on the side of the road, and they're like, "Oh, you need gas?" They're like, "Yeah, can you help us out?" They're like, "How about you go fuck yourself?" <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> How about you go to hell? <laughs> dude, oh it's. God. Yeah, man, <laughs> crazy time. <laughs> Tommy, crazy I didn't know time. we were going there. Here we, here we are, worried about a lockout. Yeah, there's some, some much bigger things than going on, unfortunately. Uh, I'll tell you though, another thing that frustrates me a little off topic is that the Celtics have been literally so hot the last month, and they have gained like no ground in the standings because everybody's so hot Everyone's right now. At the top, yeah. It's very. It's yeah, very, I mean, very the upsetting is, that they the have literally crazy won like competitive this year. Yeah, the I mean they the literally have won like eighteen of their the last twenty-two games. Yeah, it is better. No, they they literally have won eighteen of their last twenty-two. I think it is, and they're still in eighth place. I just don't understand. <laughs> I, I didn't think something like that was possible. Yeah, it doesn't make sense. Eighteen to twenty-two, you got. I mean, move it they're up. five. Yeah. I mean, they moved up from like oh, they're in six. They're in six. Sorry, so they did move up a little bit, but yeah, they were still. down like eighth or ninth. But uh, they're a they're a, a pretty legit team now. Yeah, I don't know what happened, man. I don't know. I guess trading everybody. Der- away Derek White's for- <laughs> been good. Derek White's been quietly good for them. He's, yeah, he's been a good. You know, he's like they've out. Uh, he's like another guard for them. That's. Uh, can score that's like you know always the other guard for them has always been like Marcus Smart who's very hit or miss and I think he's better more concentrating on the defensive end and you know he's he's kind of been forced to have a more of an offensive role when you know Tatum or Brown aren't on the court um or injured so Derek White was always a young promising player with the Spurs uh so I, I I think I like that fit for them um Jalen Brown's yeah. definitely been better. He's been a little more consistent of late, and uh, Tatum's just always been a stud, to be honest. And then, and then, and yeah. then, no, uh, they, your boy, uh, what's his name? Um, Williams, Williams is he's Rob one Williams. of the you know he he's Savage. a contender for one of the most efficient. Yeah, he's one of a contender for defensive player of the year. He's he's been oh he's yeah been great offensively. He's so efficient yeah, too. He's a He's just so efficient offensively. He's a very, un- He's such very a underrated draft, player. And I remember he was a very risky draft pick at the time. And he had some hurdles, yes. like missing practice and stuff. He was Because he was he was always like a... He was late to his press oh, yeah. conference. He was always like a, he was yeah. always like a top three or four or five talent uh, out of that draft coming out. Of, I forgot what year he was drafted, but it was out of A&M. He was just like a low energy, like didn't really care in college. Like, yeah, he's got all the talent in the world to be a phenomenal player but does he really want to yeah doesn't really want to like spongebob eh, i don't really feel like it yeah 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 i, feel I don't like, really feel yeah. like it yeah and like he oh. seems to have figured it out so i uh, defensively they're they've been great that's an that's a that's a you know and with brown and tatum you got a lot of length out there um so 
Yeah, I'm interested to see uh, how how the rest of the season plays out for them. But I got to ask you something, Sully. Are you taking Colby or are you taking Jorge this weekend? Uh, I am. It's tough because I think Colby's going to win. I think Colby's a lot a lot more polished, and I think he gave he gave Usman a, a run for his money. Um, I think he's definitely the better fighter. I think Masvidal is coming towards the end, but he's got obviously that knockout power uh, on a on a split's notice. They're both extremely cocky guys, as you know. Um, and I just love a grudge match. Yeah, I love no, guys the, that the just grudge, genuinely the grudge fucking is great. hate each the other, dude. Is, yeah, they genuinely just they hate really each hate other. each other. Um, but I I'm I might be t- taking like um. Probably like a knockout of some sort, or the fight to end in a knockout, or or something, or because I I, I just don't know if I could lay the what is it two sixty with um, Colby. It's a lot. What do you think? Yeah, I think uh, yeah, Colby probably wins by a decision. I think oh he yeah, just, he like, by a decision wrestles him the entire yeah. time. Yeah, I think he just wrestles him the entire time. But I would love to see Jorge just knock him into yeah, the I would month. too. That would be that would just be the best. Like Jorge is just the coolest guy. Like, and he, I don't know, dude, Colby has said some really personal shit. I know, shit. he has. And like, and, and he screwed over their coaches, their, uh, Jorge's coaches who used to be Colby's coach at American Top Team. Yeah. It's very personal. It's very, it very, very personal. Per- and we saw what happened la- last time. It was very personal for Jorge. He put Ben Askren to sleep in about That's the thing seconds, is he's so. very vindictive, uh, because, like, cause he's so yes. cocky and he's so, um, like, like Connor's obviously cocky, but like, I think when Connor's fighting, he never as much doesn't really take things for granted. Jorge literally, like, he has had some moments, but Jorge will leave himself with his hands down, just literally, like oh, he does yeah. that every fight routinely. Um, and, and he could very well get, and he's gotten hurt before doing it, and he he could get hurt again doing it. So, is he going to be that lackadaisical and cocky, or is he going to be super hyper focused? And just like I'm gonna kill this guy, because if you see that type of him, yeah, I don't know. Maybe I'll sprinkle a little bit of him on him on the uh, the knockout. If you, I think if you take Jorge, you got to take him to knock him out. Um, oh you yeah, know, for sure. He's not. You know, I don't know how much. Yeah. Ba- I mean, you know, I don't. What is he? Probably t- plus two fifty. So for the knockout, maybe it's a extra what fifty points. Maybe it's plus three hundred, plus three thirty. But maybe you get a boost on one of these sites or something. Um, and, you know, if it's boosted to something like plus 400 and change, I'm, I'll definitely sprinkle a little on there. Um, cause you know, it, it, it is one of those, you know, the, U- there's been a little bit of a lull lately. There hasn't been some, you know, top names of late really, or, or big, big fights. I mean, the, the last one was what it was, it was airbender and, uh, who was, who did he fight? Airbender, who did, style oh Stylebender, oh Stylebender man, Stylebender and Whitaker, Stylebender, the Avatar, the Last Airbender. <laughs> I had the right, yeah, that's the guy. I, had the, I had the right, idea. yeah. That so that was the biggest name uh, that has fought most recently, and that was yeah, your boy, your boy Islam fought last weekend. Yeah, no, he he did. It just was, it was ten. Yeah, in I know. He, he's yeah. a monster. He just thing is, it wasn't. It was you know, he was on eight hundred favorite replacement. Yeah, fight. It, didn't, yeah. it didn't. It hardly it. it Hardly even counted from, unfortunately. Um, Cosmot's fighting uh, Gilbert Burns. That should be a good one. I saw that. Yeah, that'll be. Yeah, that will be very good. I mean, if he puts Burns out in like the first round, like if he goes out there and just dominates Burns, like he like he has everybody else he's fought. 
You gotta you gotta have him fight Kamaru. You gotta have I, him fight Usman. I agree. Um, you have to. You just have to. There's gonna be no denying it at that point. Like he, he's just. I mean, he's been hit like three times in his last five fights. It's just. You, now, are they, not even Are these reasonable. guys still gonna be? All these Russians still gonna continue to be allowed to fight? Yeah. Right. They are. Oh yeah. I mean, yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah. I they, they yeah, came the, my no. iPhones. What? Do you hear that? Apple start stop selling. <laughs> I said, yeah, Apple but they're all selling iPhones in Russia. They can't I, buy iPhones. I saw that. You know, um, they're all they're all here. They're all here though. The ones that are going to be fighting for no, the most I, part, I, I'm sure. I don't really think that's the. I mean, not to get too too far into it, but I really don't really agree with the entire uh, like Russian ban on players and you know things like that because. I don't know, you're kind of really just, you know, discriminating against someone based on where they're born, and, like, a lot of these people, you know, really speak out against all this stuff, and I commend them for that. You're also, like, fucking someone over that, like, you're fucking someone over for something they don't have any control over. I know, no, I think think where it becomes a a little bit of an issue is where you have someone like uh, that fuck, what's his name, Um, the hockey player, Ovi. Um, that's where it gets interesting because he's because he's <laughs> yeah. such an asshole as is. From my understanding, I'm not the biggest hockey man. And then you put on top that he's like boys with him, or you know, and then he doesn't really condemn him. But then again, you have it's so it's easy to shit on him. And then you know he's got family in Russia, obviously. So it it is it's it's tough from that point of view. So to put some sort of ban on all of them when a lot of these guys have family over there and they and some of them are afraid to speak out. Uh, it's it is puts them in a very difficult position and their families in a very difficult position. Um, oh, for sure. But but for so sure. but yeah, I mean you know you, we know we know Dana. He's 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 gonna let the boys play. So <laughs> yeah. Well, one one more thing. One of the boys. I don't know if you saw this. Cain Velasquez was arrested this morning oh, for attempted murder. Yeah, that's not yeah, a good one. So to be that's for. not great. I've heard some. I saw some things. Don't know what's true. Saw some things like his daughter was assaulted and like he shot the guy who assaulted his daughter. Um, I mean, I've always had the impression that he was a really like decent guy. Like, never really like did anything out of line. Was always you yeah. Know, I mean, respectful. I'm sure like respected the game. He's. I'm sure there's inst- like at the end know. of the day. Who knows what what the details are? You know, it was like Adrian Peterson last week, right? When got, yeah, when he got uh, arrested for domestic violence, and everyone freaked out, and then it turned out it and wasn't it was domestic like, violence. It was at all. nothing it's like, just like how they had to. It was, what yeah, he like? He like he like had to classify it because they broke it up. He like yelled at his he like, wife. He like pulled it was like a the ring off her finger or something. Yeah, yeah, it was like, like a disagreement like, that was public. Give me and a, he like pulled the ring off her finger or something, and she like got a like, scratch on her. Give me a break. Yeah. Give me a break. Because, I mean, the charges yeah, like were dropped immediately. Like it was, of course. But it's like you see that, and everyone already makes up their all. opinion. People make up their opinion, and they're like, "Oh, yeah. see, I knew this guy was a douchebag with this kid." And the, the kid thing is 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 obviously different. But yeah, it's oh, like, see, if, because he did this, he's an asshole. Stigma. Yeah. So it it, it really yeah. just it, it's it's not good for anyone. And, and and he's like, "Yeah, I just got in an argument with her, and I tried to take off the ring." Yeah, probably not the best. But again, that's like a personal issue with you know you and your spouse people have things like that where they have disagreements and they get loud and i mean i'm not married i wouldn't yeah, know not, if people take off, people off the ring but we're not convicting people of felonies over that yeah no yeah yeah no definitely <laughs> yeah but kane cardio kane uh 
<laughs> Apparently had yeah, a beef let's, with this guy. Let's and, hope that that sorts he's... itself out, but not a great headline. Yeah, not 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 the thing I expected to wake up and see this morning. I saw Kane Velasquez. I was like, oh, he's coming back. I was like, oh, Kane Kane Psych. versus Francis. Okay, okay. Yeah, Kane no. versus DOJ. Um, but yeah, <laughs> yeah, literally Kane versus the state of California. Um, yeah, that's gonna do it for this week's episode. Um, go follow us on the socials at BleacherFan at BleacherBanter. Check out the store at BleacherFan.com and go rate and subscribe to the podcast. Hopefully we're back next week with some good news that, um, you know, we've reached a new CBA and baseball will be back again. I'm pretty not hopeful about this, but you never know. Please, God. All right. See ya. (laughs) We'll see you next week.